Bokertov. Today's daf is daf Tzadik Zion and Baba Kama. As we went for a chemical basis row, we're about three quarters of the way down the page at the two dots we got to yesterday. As as uh, Avram asked this question yesterday, it's immediately answered here. It marked. Let's say you see somebody else's boat, their ship. You did some work with it. Use it for transport or whatever, for a teol. The owner can either demand its regular hire, whatever the fee is for renting the boat, or he can demand the depreciation if it's if it's gone down in value. Either one, whichever he can take whichever one he wants, whichever is higher. He can only take the depreciation. It wasn't rented out. Basically, he stole it. So if he stole it, what's the halacha? You got to pay what it was worth. The boat was worth $10,000 when he took it. When he returned, it's worth $9,000. He's got to pay, give him the boat plus $1,000. Amr please, really not a machlokas between Rob and Shmuel. Is it made for rental or not? If it's made for rental, then the owner can demand the higher. If the rent, if the if the uh, the rental is higher than the damage, he can demand that. He says, "I usually rent it out. You took it. You took it out for a for a trip. You got to pay the rental. But if it's not made for rental, he doesn't rent it out normally. So there's no regular price for renting it. He basically stole it." So if it's not made for uh, rental and you seized it, you have to pay the depreciation like a regular gasoline. In both cases, it's made for renting. But the question is, what was the intention of the person who took it? So I don't know how they could determine what his intention was, but maybe he could determine the way he took it. If he took it for renting, then he should pay the rental price if that's higher. But if he took it to steal, and then he returned it. Well, a ganav only has to gazlan, or a ganav only has to pay kishasik zayla. So he only has to pay the depreciation because he acquired it. Basically, remember, if you sold something and it changed its value, that's a shinu. Either the name changed, or it got worse and worse, and it went down in value. Uh, obviously, you just can't increase its value again. It's not like you can feed the ship. It's not an animal, so it went down in value. You acquired it. That means that you have to return the way you stole it. The way you stole it. Is it was worth ten thousand dollars. If it's worth nine now, you have to pay the nine plus a thousand dollars, but not a fee, even if it was made for renting out. But over here, he took it to steal, so he has the advantage. The Ghana actually has an advantage, and he only has to pay the cost, the depreciation, and not that regular hire. That also applies for ox. Anything else, right? Same thing that you bought up yesterday. If you stole an ox and you used it, and it went down in value. And we said yesterday, if you stole an ox and you used it, let's say you turned it a day later, and it didn't change in value. We had that case yesterday that uh, the rabbi, Rav Nachman, make, give the, gave the guy a fine and said, you have to pay half of the increase of the field that they worked with the plowing and all that. So that's not the halach. He says, yeah, but that was a bad guy. He's a regular ganach. I wanted to give him a knas. But basically, if you stole somebody's uh, uh, you know, car or their cow and you worked with it for a day and you, you returned it, you know, then... Uh, you know, then uh, and and there was no loss in value, and it didn't cause him any loss. He didn't have to go, you know, hire another one or whatever it was. Then it wouldn't be irresponsible. It was a case like that here in Israel, where somebody stole, somebody took somebody's car. Okay, a guy took a car, and uh, and he um, he had stole the car. The guy came home, found that his car was stolen. Next day, it was returned with a note on it. I'm really sorry. My wife is having a baby. I had to take the car, take it to the hospital. I had to take your car. But I'm returning the car, and here are two tickets to the theater uh, as a gesture of our appreciation. So they went to the theater, and their house was cleaned out. <laughs> it was 
it was a nice operation that the uh, kind of really that was a good a planned out operation, right? <laughs> uh, that's what they say. I don't know, but he reminds me of the story. You know, you take somebody's car and return it. No damage to the car, but his house was wiped out. All right. Anyway, Gazal Matei of Anistak. Let's say the Mishnah said that. Let's say you stole a coin; it was cracked. You know, it was broken. So <laughs> there, you have to return. What did the Mishnah say? You got to pay your strikeva sham chasikzayel. You have to pay what was worth then. What about if it was taken out of currency? Right, the government uh, stopped using it as proper currency. So there, he said, no, you can say I'm sorry, it's the same coin. I'm giving it back to you. That's what the Mishnah said. Amar Afuna nizdak nizik mamish. Maybe literally crack nifsal when it became. Uh, I would void. say, uh, what? Void. void. Let's say void. Good. The government voided it. And if so, that means if the government voided it, okay, but it's still the same coin. You could say, I, I took this coin, I'm giving it back to you. It was a silver dollar, I'm giving it back to you. No. If the government voided it totally and said, you can't use this anymore, it has no, it has no use whatsoever, just a piece of metal, that's the same as Nizak. That's effectively like breaking it and you'd have to pay kashas exayla. What does it mean when the Mishnah said that if you voided it, you could say, you give it back. We don't have that so much today, but you could compare it. In other words, it's not good in this country, but it's still good in other countries. In those days, remember, the coins had intrinsic value for them. It wasn't like today, where you're dealing with paper money, and the money really has no intrinsic value. In those days, they had intrinsic value. So, But sometimes the government said, you can't use this anymore here. The king wanted to sell the coins. But you could use them in some other country. So in a case like this, that's a case where it's voided now, but it still has some value in there. You can say, but if the government totally voided it and you can't use it anywhere, then it's like breaking. That's Rav Huda's Shita. So he said to her, according to you, that Nifsa means that the government voided it totally. And in a case like this, why was that different? How is it different than fruits that got rotten? You stole fruits and they and they rotted. Or yain bechmitz, you sold some wine and that turned bad. It's also like it's totally no good. Now it's totally no good. And there was you have to pay as uh, you have to pay the full value of the time that you stole. How is that different than uh, than if the government voided the coin? It's worthless now too. There, the taste and the smell has changed. It's not the same wine. It's now wine that turned bad. It's not the same fruits. These are fruits that rotted. But here it's the same coin. So he says it's the same coin. I don't get so if it's the same coin. I'm, you know, the government voided it, but I'm giving you back the same coin that I stole, and I'm entitled to do that. That's Rapunashita. Amalei Rav or Amalei Rabba the Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said that if the government totally voided it, then it is like the like the coin that was cracked. When we when we say that the government voided it, you can say Rav Yehuda. It's still worth something elsewhere. You say that if the government totally voided it, it's as if it broke it. What about truma benitmas? What about truma that became tummy? The chipas It's like the gov. It became tummy. It's like the government voided it. It was it was valid. The, the truma tasted okay. It's good truma, except that it, spiritually it's defiled. So same thing over here. How is that different than the coin that was voided? All right. How uh, you say that that if, if the government voided it, it's like uh, it's like just crack. What about truma that became tame? That's like pasos and still we say over the There you can't see the hesek. The truma looks the same. 
the spiritual defilement is not visible to the eye. Here you could tell how so it's not used. You can't use it in the street. Nobody would take this coin. It's not current. As Rashi says near the bottom of the page, all the money that's used now is like money. You you uh, stole from him, a let's say, a silver dollar of 50 years ago, and now you want to return it. There are no coins like that. They were all the same. So here it looks different. Itmar. So we have this machlokas, basically, uh, and, and there's a Buddha says, apparently, that if it's totally voided, that's like it's cracked. Itmar. And that's apparently the halacha. Listen to this carefully. You lent somebody some merchandise, right? And you said, um, you lent somebody the merchandise, and you said that, okay, uh, you're going to take the merchandise and use it. You pay me back with $100. Here's a $100 coin. Okay, The coin was voided. Coin was voided. Can he return that coin? Coin isn't worth anything now. What do you say there? Hmm? No, the, 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 the merchandise, I'm giving you the merchandise and you give me back $100. You'll pay me back with $100. Uh, but it's not a sale, it's a loan. He's I'm lending you this, but you pay me back with that. Not a sale directly. You didn't sell to him because the sell to him, it depends by the Mashiach would, would finish the deal right there. Here he didn't uh, sell. He lent him, he said, I'm lending you this, um, this um, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lending you this, uh, this merchandise. Calls it a malvas for this coin. Basically, it's really like a loan. I'm giving you hundred dollars worth of goods, and you'll pay me back the hundred dollars with this coin later on. And the coin was voided. Rav Amar no slomateis of us to show you got to give him a current coin. You can't give him that same coin. Shmuel Amar yachol Amar lo lechvotzi mishan. You can you can tell him listen. Um, I'm we made the deal to give you back a hundred dollar coin, or a, let's call it a hundred shekel coin. A coin that doesn't exist, right? Hundred shekel coin. So he says, I can give it back to him and say, okay, you could use it somewhere else. It may not be valid here, but as long it's it's valid somewhere else. It's not that it's totally no good, but it could be used somewhere else, like in Mishan, and some other place it could be used. In other words, the guy who took the merchandise, who owes him the hundred dollar coin or the hundred shekel coin, can tell him, I'm I this coin is not valid here, so use it somewhere else. You can get somebody else. Um, or not. Do they have to be bus there? Pardon? Bus no, fare, no, yeah. No, yeah, okay. Okay, so that's so, okay. Good point. Look at the next line. When Shmuel says that the person who took the merchandise and is paying back with this old coin is probably, and Shmuel says you could pay back with that coin because you can use it somewhere else, is probably the Islay Oracle of Maisel Mission. He has a way to get that place. He has a way to get there. Now, see, you can get there and take the coin there. It's, it's reasonable. But if you can't get there, or it's too difficult, whatever, he can't get there, then he's not giving him anything. He's returning nothing. Rob says you got to give him a new coin. You can't use the coin that's that's no, not valid anymore. Shmuel says you can give him the old coin because he can use it somewhere else. But that's sort of Nachman says that's only if he can get there. Okay. Esra of Nachman, Rav Esra of Nachman, this question. Why do you say it depends on whether he can get there or not? Ain Machal and Alamos. You have Meister Shani in some other place, in Haifa or wherever it is, and you want to deconsecrate it on, redeem it on money. So can't use it on money that, that, that doesn't, that's not current. You can't take it on old money. You got to take real money, money that's current. Okay, so let's say he had old, Kuzavios is a London name for Bar Kokhba, you know, that he had the old Yerushalmi Bar Kokhba coins. You know, they find them in the, the archaeologists find them now. Koziva, Bar Koziva, because that was his place or that was his name. 
whatever. Anyway, but that's uh, Bar Kochva coins uh, from from yesteryear, from you know, from the olden times. Oshel Machem Rishonim are from earlier kings. Ain Machal, you can't use it on that because those coins aren't current. It's got to be regular regular coins that are used now. Hoshel Achronim Dumiyud Rishonim. But if it's later coins which are similar to the earlier ones, in what sense that you can't use them here locally, but they're good somewhere else? Machal, you could. Even though it doesn't say you have to have the ability to go there, but Nachman said Shmuel is probably only talking about you can give him the bad, the old money. I mean, you could say okay, take no money and go somewhere else if he has the ability to get there. Here it's mashma that uh, you can be mechalal it on uh, the Meister Shani on coins, even though they're not usable here. As long as they're usable somewhere else, doesn't make it dependent on whether you can get there or not. Rashi says, Hoshal Achmanim, the Nafim Dina Cheres, or Dimit Rishonim, or Bakash, and Yotz and Kamakom, Moshe Babais, just Bakam, Machal, you could, Bafal got the less lay or lost, we can't get there. Makum Shiots and Sharev Shalim, Sarachle, you got to take it to Shalim. Well, let's see, and that's where you have to spend the money in your Shalim. That's the whole idea of Meister Shane, you got to take it and buy, my, uh, you have to buy food with it in your Shalim. Koshal Nafim, Libra Shmuel, Damarabo, less lay or Chalamation low. So he says, here it's Mashma, even though. You can't get there necessarily. No, here he's speaking about where we say over here that you could do it. You can call it on money as long as it's used in some other place where the, the countries, the various kings and kingdoms are not particular with one another. They let other people's money in there too. You know, some places are very mocked. You can't take money in out of the country. You can't let other money in. Speaking about where they're not so mocked, so you could get it there. You could get it to that country. You could take the money and bring it to your shlaim also. So what's Shmuel talking about? That and he says a quarter of Nachman that you have to be able to get there. Is speaking about what where they are mocked or one another? They don't allow him. So how can you get it there? If the countries are mocked or one another, Nachman says Shmuel that Shmuel says you can use the old coin is only if the guy has a way to get there. But if the countries are mocked upon one another, they don't allow other people's money in there. So how can you get it there? Says the You know, uh, with with great uh, effort, you could get it there. The Lobachshi, they don't check you too carefully. It does when you come to the customs there, they don't go through your pockets and check for the different coins. The up. If they find coins there, then they'll find you and they'll take them away or they'll avoid them. But uh, that's what he's speaking about. Where you could get there. Okay, Toshma. Based on this whole idea, the the food, the food that you're mechal, the meiser sheni money, where is that? It, it could be talking about in Bavel, if you know that there's meiser sheni board there too, whatever the food was, but it's from Haifa or Tel Aviv or Bavel, whatever. You're not mechal on money of here of Yishlaim, the hein Bavel, if the if the um, people are in Bavel, the Bavel the Khan, or you can't be mechal on money of, of Babylonian money. Um, if if the people are here, shabavel v'heim b'bavel. But if if it's it's used bubble money, Babylonian money in bubble, you could be mechal. Okay, turning me is ain mechal on almost shokan v'heim b'bavel. You can't be mechal on yishalayim money if the people are in bubble. Afagav the sofik b'meis. Even though eventually you're going to come through yishalayim. So what do you see over here? That if you're going to, you can't you can't be mechal even though the money could come there. Rashi says ain mechal shokan v'heim b'bavel. You can't be on your money if the people are in Bavel. 
there's a way to go. There could go and the sofa laws, you have to come through Shalim with your food eventually, with the money, and buy food here Shalim Khan. Let's say it's not considered Mosyotza. So how could Rishmuel, again, interpreted by Rav Nachman, saying that as long as you can get there, if the money's okay. Even if the money's not good here, it's good over there. Here you see that even though they want to be Mahalo on your money, but they're in Babel, it's no good. Even though they have to bring it to Yushalayim eventually, and you still say it's not good. I've got the stuff of Mesika Hossam, some of the gears Lahocha, because they really come to Yushalayim. So here they are Makhbit. They don't, you know, the, the Israeli government, the Jewish government doesn't allow foreign money in, and vice versa. If that's the case, why do you say if they're in Babel, they could be Mechala and Babel money, but they can't bring the money to Yushalayim? So how are they going to be do that? If you say the countries are mocked when they can't bring one another, how can you machat you're in, in bubble and you have Meister Shani there? And it says there you could be machalat on Babylonian money if you're in bubble, right? But how are you going to bring it to Shalim? My chazu, chazu the zav. You can't bring the money to Shalim. They're mocked. And the chazu the zavin, my chazu, chazu the zavin bu behema o masik yushalim. You could do this. You can't bring the money, but you could buy an animal. Animals are all the same, right? Yeah, you can't bring it. They don't do that. That's what we're saying with the countries are mocked, but they don't exchange. They didn't have money changers always. In this case, that you the government of Shalim did not allow foreign money in period. Like like some governments till modern times still do that. They don't allow any money in. And this government, and when we you know, when you made Aliyah 40 years ago, you weren't allowed to hold uh, you know, foreign money. Robin lost his first uh, prime ministership on that because yeah, he had a account. very accountant yeah, in account Washington. America. Yeah. You couldn't do it. today. It's, today it's okay, but in those days you couldn't. You couldn't do it. So they they were, they were foreign currency rules. So here's the thing too. But if you have foreign currency rules, even if you're in bubble and you change it on Babylonian money, how are you going to bring it on to your shalim? The answer is I'll tell you what you do. You're supposed to bring it to shalim and spend it here. But he could do is he could buy an animal in bubble and schlep the animal to your shalim. Because of the Zavnu Bahamo, Masa can bring it to Shalim. I, Vatanya, we learn. How can you say that you're not Vatanya? We learn. They made a Takana that all money is accepted here. In order to encourage people to bring their Maisa Shane here, all money was accepted here. Mekach said everybody should bring their money here. When the Jews were in charge, they allowed all money in. But when the Goyim were running things over here, they didn't allow the money to come in. So that was the way to do it. Okay, so we have this machlokas between Rav and Shmuel. If you were supposed to pay back with the coin and the coin was voided, but it's still good somewhere, Rav says you still use a current coin. Shmuel says as long as you can get to that place, it's okay. What's, <clears throat> what's the matbe of Yushalayim? What was the coin of Yushalayim? I guess it was, uh, that was current at that time. A picture of Davin Shalom on one side, Yushalayim Yerakonish Mitzanachar, and a picture of Yushalayim Yerakonish on the other side. Ezomapesh Shalom Ram Avinu. Yes, they, they were, they were uh, these coins were good at certain times, but he's just defining them what they are. And my favorite Shalom had Davin and Shalom on one side, Yushalayim Yerakonish on the other side. Ezomapesh Shalom Ram Avinu. What was the Mabeh of Ram Avinu? Zakim's Kenim Mitzanachar, an elderly man and woman Presenting Avram and Sarah on one side, Sula and Yitzchak and Rivka, a picture of them or a, you know a form of them on the other side. Okay, boy, We're not done though. According to Rab, who said what that you could they have to use a current coin to pay back if the coin was voided, even just in this locality. Okay, you lend somebody this this question. You lend 
lend somebody some merchandise, right? And they were supposed to pay it back with a coin. Here's a hundred dollars worth of merchandise. You'll pay me back with a hundred dollar coin. And the coin was not voided, Bocifa. The coin was made larger. The coin was made larger. I want you to pay me back with a hundred dollar coin. And the coin was, the government made the coin bigger, more metal, more silver, whatever's in there, nickel, whatever. Uh, according to Rob, Rashi explains, the cash is according to Rob. Rob Rashi, a few lines from the bottom of the page. I'll leave it, Rob. The Omer knows no shall oath to Shaw. You got to give him the current one. Hey, for the Sifal of Mayamra. What would Rob say there? If you give him a, b- a bigger coin, isn't that a problem of ribbit? You're giving him more back, right? You're giving him more back. So that's the question. So my Omerlo knows no Matea Hayot's supposed to Shaw. So you got to give him the current coin, even though it's bigger. I'm like, I feel looking even if it's as big as a sieve. In other words, the coin was much, much bigger. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I feel like Kisarta, even if it's a very, very large one. I should sell a Godel, the Mida, Mecheskis Roba can hold the Roba cap, a very large coin. Give him the Omelayin, Baka Zylan pay rate. But you're going to get a lot more fruits for this amount of money. The pay, pay, the fruits are much cheaper now. In other words, let's say, with the original amount, he gave him a bushel of fruits and says, you're going to pay me back with this $100 coin. Now the coin was made so big that he could buy two bushels or three bushels of fruits. So isn't that rebit? We check it out. If, if, if the fruits now are cheaper, meaning cheaper relative to that money, because the money is bigger, the money is a bigger amount of money. It's not like today, it's hard to understand because in our day, the money is whatever the you know whatever the piece of paper says on it. But in those days, the money was worth the weight of the silver, right? Right? Remember what it was like in the in the Civil War? They you know the coins had had weight to them. It's kidding. Even in our time, the there there was some the, the coins had uh, uh, intrinsic value to them. Bocas Island, Bocas Island pay rate. In other words, uh, Rav Ash says if it's because of the, if it's because of the coinage that the fruits are cheaper, meaning that you can buy more much more fruit for this coin because the coin is bigger. Like, you know, we talk a do, we do deduct. We take what, you know, if you, if you, I gave you a bushel of, uh, of fruits and I said, give me back a hundred dollars. And now the hundred dollars is worth two or three hundred dollars because it's a much bigger coin. So we, we deduct it. We only give you what you would buy a bushel of fruits for today. The e machmas tira. But if it's not because of that, if it's because of simply the market supplies, Rashi says, for example, let's say it was a rainy season and there, there was a bumper crop and there was so much supply. What happens when there's a big supply? The prices go down and that's why you can get more. So we don't deduct it for it. In other words, I give you $100, give me back $100. I could buy more with it now. That's because the supply is different. But he's still giving him more metal. <laughs> I gave you a bushel that was worth an old $100 coin, right? Which had, you know, whatever, two grams of uh, gold in it. And now you're getting a coin back that's worth that has six grams of, of gold. So you're still getting more. Huh? No, they made it bigger. The government, the government, the government made it bigger. No, 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 no. I'm giving you a bushel and uh, worth it's worth $100. And you're going to owe me a coin of $100 when you pay me back. The coin isn't there. The coin's not there now. But, I'm, but you're going to give me. The coin was never there. But the coin, I gave it to you in January. And, and you give me back a $100 coin then. But comes to April when you returned it, the coins changed, and the coins are now much. The government made a much bigger coin. They go made a bigger coin. They changed. They went to the mint. Where are the mints in Philadelphia? 
Frank, so you really Frank, huh? Not the Franklin. That's a private company. You weren't. <laughs> you got suckered into by from Franklin. It's one of my competitors. Once the Franklin. That's not so a real. That's a gun, it private it company. On, you weren't loaning it on a particular coin. You were loaning it on the value of a coin. Well, but yeah, but the idea was you're supposed to return a hundred dollar coin to me. That's how you're going to pay me back. And now this hundred dollar coin had three times as much uh, metal in it. So that was the problem. Forget about the fact that you know with a bigger supply. Or, uh, or you could buy more with it for whatever reason. You're getting a much bigger coin. You, uh, you owed me a two, uh, whatever, a two gram coin, and uh, and now you're giving me back a six gram coin because that's the only coin that's there. Elo kihadra papa rafuna beder v'shuah. These two rabbis abdi the bezuze that when they did exchanges with money, with money when they the agarmidas taya. That was a name. He was like a an Arab money changer, an Arab market. He made the market there. Ad yud, uh, ad yud for eight for eight for uh, ten for eight. What does that mean? So Rashi tells us, take a look at Rashi in the third line. They made it bigger. They went to this merchant. Uh, that was his name, Akademidas. He was a you know, well known merchant and he did exchange. And what happened was he had the old money and the new money. In other words, he said, look, the old coins, if you had 10 of the old coins, you can buy eight of the new ones. The new ones were bigger. You got eight ones. So he says, that's the deal. In other words, when you're getting more metal, you have to exchange, you have to do a proper exchange. Tosis goes into Arichos to explain that it's only that way, meaning if you if it's uh, like 12, or according to Rashi, that's like you have 11 or 12 down to eight, then you got to give them only the new ones eight. But if it's from nine to eight, if it's like it up to a uh, up to twenty five percent millibar, like 10, 10 to eight on the outside is twenty percent more, right? It's twenty five percent from the inside, twenty percent from the outside. So up to there, you, then you do the exchange. But if the difference was less, then you would accept it. So he's saying If the so back to our question, uh, you you lent him money, uh, you lent him these uh, your, these fruits, whatever, and you say you're going to pay me that hundred dollar coin, and the coin was made bigger. If there's a real big difference, yeah, you got to take that into consideration and see what the exchange is now and give them a proper thing, which is what logic tells us. Amarava. Now, Rava held, and these uh, a bunch of cases are going to come up now. Rava says that Grumma Benazik in his part, that we hold that if you do indirect damage, you didn't do it necessarily on purpose, but it was indirect. Um, if it was indirect, then you're not responsible. That's the general idea. Grumma Benazik in his part. Okay, so what happened over here? Here's the story. We're in the fourth line, fourth, fifth line on Sadek Chesmanalf now. Amar Abba. We'll see, it didn't mean you took it and you, you took it out of his hand, out of his pocket and threw it. You deflected it into the Mediterranean Sea. Your friend, you were with your friend on the uh, on the ocean, at the, at the on the beach, and he pulled out some money and you said, let me, let me see that. And you deflected his hand, and the coin fell into the ocean. So, <clears throat> what's the halacha there? Amar Abba, Hazarik Mabesh Chaver Liam Gadol Pot. You don't have to pay my time. My, my time, Amar, because the person who did the deflection, the damager, Hamarach Kamach, it's right here in front of you. It's right in the ocean over there. Iboy Shakla, go take it. Hanimil. So that's if the water is clear and you can see it. And Rashi says, even though he might have to hire a diver to go take it, but as long as you can see it. You know, as long as you could see it, that, that's a I have to die. That's already a grumma. That's already indirect damage. Grumma is equal to Potter. How do you mean it's fluent? 
The Kohazla, you could see it. If the water is turbid or muddy, because then effectively he took it away from him. He took my, you caused my money, you caused my money to get lost. Oh, yes, I deflected it. But, you know, you say it was an accident. Accidents aren't put when it comes to the Zikin, right? Come say you're responsible for your what you did. And here you did a, you, you caused him a direct damage because you basically lost his money. It's like you burned up the money. You threw it away down the toilet. If it's clear, so you could say, hey, the money, it's right there. Go get, go get it. But if it's not clear, you can't see it. That's only if he deflected it, meaning he uh, indirectly caused it, like uh, with his hand, you know, he, he, with, the, with the back of his hand or whatever, uh, he did it. Rashi says, um, Rashi says it in the previous Rashi, this guy hit him under his hand and it flew into the ocean, deflected it and it flew into the ocean. That That's when he would be not, not be responsible. I will shortly be other. But if you took it out of his hand, you took it out of his pocket, makes it look like you stole it. If I stole it, I took your coin out of your pocket or out of your hand, uh, out of your wallet, whatever, and threw it away. I stole it. I got to return it. I don't. I can't tell you, go look for it yourself. I stole it. I have to return it. All right. So that's what Rava said, that uh, idea that Rava is equal to Most of Rava, so Rava asks Kasha, a machalin You can't, again, talk about my sushaini. You can't redeem the Maishashani produce, which has Kedusha, right? You can't redeem it for money or deconsecrate it by taking the, uh, the Kedusha of the, of the food and putting it on the money. If it's not in your possession, let's say you had some money somewhere else. In other words, a coin has to be in your possession. I don't know how they do it today. They have these services. Uh, I have my own coin for Maishashani money because it takes it was Maishas, but we pay this, I uh, forgot what it's called. Menaharetz, uh, how do they do? They have a coin for you, whatever. I guess it's they have some halo, some halachic basis for that. Okay, so how you most because he had money somewhere else, or melech, he cast for some place, or haramelech, ocean up a kiss on the Yamagoto, or your wallet fell into the Mediterranean. Hey, Machal, you can't be Machal on that. So uh, right, you can't you can't uh, do that. So what do you see? That even though even though you can you can retrieve it, you said before that if it, if I if I deflected your coin into the Yamagoto into the Mediterranean. As long as it's visible, I could say, go take it. I didn't take it from you. But over here, that, right, which means that it's like it's right there. I didn't take it away from you. Here you see that if it's in Yamagoto, you can't be Mahal. Amarava shining when you maister, maister is different than Ina Matsu. It's got to be in your hand. It's got to be found right there. Biyotcha, Matsu, Biyotcha. The Rahman Omar, Shem said that Sarta Kesbiyotcha, you should bind the money in your hand. So if it's not in your hand, if it's, you don't have immediate access to it, even if it's in the ocean and you can retrieve it, but it's not in your hand, that's if it becomes to Maister Shani, but like it. So you don't have that. My sashani is different. But basically, if I deflected your money into the ocean and it's visible, I could say, go take it, because it's the, the damage I've caused you is only indirect. Yamaraba, another thing that Rabba said, listen to this. Again, all these sheetas are going to be things that Rabba said where you caused indirect damage. If you disfigured somebody's coin, Potter. Now, I don't know if we're talking about, I don't know if he would say that today, because today, the coins don't have intrinsic value. When we think about our coins today, they basically, they don't have an intrinsic value. We just, you know, we, by design, we say this is 10 shekels, this is two shekels, this is 50 cents, this is a, a quarter. Do they still have 50 cent pieces? I don't know. I don't think they have pennies anymore. You know, uh, they don't use, you know, nobody uses them. Everything is, uh, everything is, you know, plastic. plastic or whatever on your phone or whatever. But um, in those days, the coins, were, were worth something. There was intrinsic value, amount of silver or, or uh, copper or whatever. So I shall, let's say you disfigure the coin 
your putter. Why? Because the coin still has intrinsic value. My time, the Lomi didn't do anything. You didn't do anything because even though you've you've uh, hammered it, let's say, but about, right, you've hammered it down. You still, it's all the all the metal still there. Body milli the machli bekoris. That's only when you flattened it with a uh, with a uh, hammer, the right? You you smashed it. You 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 struck it with a hammer, the and you flattened it. But let's say you you um, uh, you filed it, uh, you filed it with a file, meaning that means that you've already diminished some of the metal. That's different. You've caused you've caused the metal to be diminished, and you have to pay. So Rabba saying, Rabba saying basically, we understand if you diminish the metal, and you certainly you've caused damage, right? You, you're higher. But if you simply flattened it again today, I don't think you'd say that because today by flattening it. And you lose the tzura, it wouldn't be worth anything. No bank, nobody would take it. No store would take it. Huh? That's right. That's it's worth it, right? But that's not our regular coinage. Regular coinage. If you take a ten shekel piece, somebody gives you a ten shekel piece, and you smash it so that you can't see the tzura or anything, nobody would accept it. It's worth. You can't put it. In the slot you, you can't put it yeah, it doesn't work. Right, right. So massive rava. Okay, but so but he but here he says if you just flatten it, it still has the metal there. It's okay. Let's say we had this before. Let's say you um uh, you hit your the evet on his eye, the summon you blinded him, or you hit him on his ear, and you deafened him. the evet goes out free, right? Because evet kanani goes out the shame the Let's say you only near his eye. We said remember you bang the wall near his eye. Uh, or Kenegadas of because we said that Evid contributed by his being frightened, he contributed to his own to his own loss of hearing or sight. Fine. But if you um if you uh, hit him on his eye or on his ear, even though there's no visible loss, there's no physical damage here at all, right? Still you say that you're Chayev. So what do you see? Even if there's no physical loss, like when you smash down the coin and you flattened it. Even though there's no loss of metal, you still should be chayev. It's not rabba tamei amarabba harsho la'aviv nerag. If you deafened your father, you're killed. It's impossible to deafen him without some bruise inside. The tufts of dama nafaslei because some drop of blood. There's when you deafened your father by hitting him on his ear. Probably there was some blood internal. It was an internal wound. Therefore, you drew blood, and therefore you chayev misa for hurting your father. So the same thing over here, he says there, there is some physical uh, disfigurement in the case of the ear or the eye, whatever. You just don't, maybe not visible to the eye. But in the case of disfiguring a, a, a coin, there is no loss. The metal is all still there. And therefore, the yes, it might cause you uh, more difficult to exchange it, but that's already Grama. Grama Venezikinus Potter. That's what that's Rabba maintains. Yom Rabba, another thing that Rabba said. Again, these are all, uh, all these cases are Grama Venezikinus. You split the ear of your uh, of your neighbor's uh, cow, your potter. Now, why? Because the cow, my time, a The animal doesn't uh, any work that the animal does is not affected by having a little wound on his ear, right? The law of right? You haven't done anything. Yes, you've ruined it from bringing it as a carbon. If this, if this, um, um, now. We're not talking about a par. He really means par kadakamikami. It doesn't really mean par. It means his par, right? Because we're talking about a firstborn male animal. Bring it as a carbon, right? He said that the if you the firstborn male that you have to bring as a carbon to, to give to the coin, right? The bechor 
for sure is a par, not a para. So I guess the word para is here used loosely. Uh, no, we're talking about here, right? Okay, as, as a car, right? You're right, right? You're right. It could be for shlom. That's right. It doesn't have to have slamina before. You're right. It could be for it's part puzzle as a carbon. Correct. Far is correct. I take it back. You're right. It doesn't have to. I was thinking of it before. You're ruining it before, but you're ruining any animal, right? That's very They're not all set for bringing as a as a carbon. Uh, so that's it, not it's not a problem, right? It's not a problem because that uh, they don't all have to be bonus carbon. So I haven't caused you any loss. And uh, therefore, yeah, you can't use it as a carbon, but fine. So you, you find some other animals of carbon. So I haven't caused you a direct loss. And therefore, this is also in your pot. Let's say you did work with the water of a chatas, water of a, we're talking about the water that's used in the para duma. You can't use it at all. You can't use it as a weight or anything. Well, paras chatas, either in the water of the chatas, paras chatas, your pot you're potum dene adam because there's no physical loss. You're behind the shemaim because loss. Malacha hudalo meiter azeka. When you did malacha with it, you can't see the hesek. Avot tsarim, but over here when you split his ear, the meiter azeka, you can see the hesek. Mashmachanami, you would be chayev. Chayev dene adam should pay for that. So it's a kasha on rab. And the answer is no. Amri who did not feel tsarim potter. If you tsarim also potter midene adam. But kamash malan the chiddush is that even malacha the lo meiter azeka. When you did malacha with the paras chatas or the mechatas, even though you can't see the hesek. You're still chayv din shemayim. That's the chiddush. Chiddush is chayv din shemayim, but pot v'neyanim would be in all cases. The Yomar Rabbah, another thing he said, a sort of shtar shalchavero. Let's say I have an IOU that this guy owes me money, and you burnt that IOU. A sort of shtar shalchavero. You're potter paying. Why? What are you going to say? Did you call, did you burn my money? No, you burned up the IOU. The Amar Leinayra kolay menachal. He was I burned your piece of paper. I'll pay you for the paper. Maskaram v'cham ahechi dami. What's the case over here? Eid the ikasadi, the yadai, the other I have shtar. If there's item that knows in the shtar, we're not talking about the item who saw the transaction, the, the loan take place, but the item who knows in the shtar. So if okay, they could write another shtar testifying to what was in the first shtar. It's not the same. It doesn't maybe have the same power as Adam who testified about the loan itself. Because it says we're not dealing with that right now. Uh, that you know the Adam speaks of them. They know it was written in there. So what's the problem? Make another star. This guy burnt it up. What loss is there? And if there's no witness who was in there, how do we know what to pay? You burned up my IOU. And so I said, look, oh, you, I, I, I had an IOU. This guy owed me $100. How do we know it was $100? Maybe it was $0.05. Cents. How do I know what the loss is? If there's Adam who saw it, who know it was in there, let him write another star that we saw this star written that, the, that, had, a star that had an IOU of $100. And if there's no Adam, how do we know what to, what to collect? Anamaya, how do we know? Amarava, Tevamino. Speaking about where he believes him. In other words, the he believes the 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 Balashtar, Omer, uh, The one the, the Balashtar believes him, right? Uh, in other words, the one who burns it, he, believes, he turns it around. The one who burned it, okay, I believe that that was written in there. I believe it was written there, but I didn't cause you any loss. That was written in there, but I didn't. Burn the money. So today, I mean, he believes him. I'm going to be Machanina. Okay. So that's what Rabbi says. Rabbi says that if you burn somebody's star, you don't have to pay for the loss of money. Uh, maybe you pay for the for the, uh, for the the paper, but you can't pay for loss of money. And he believes it was written there, but still, it's an indirect uh, loss. Amrabdimi, the fourth line, Rabbi Machanina. It's actually a machlokas here. This is Rabbi says, your potter is a machlokas. Something which can cause a loss. Yes, you didn't burn the money, 
but you burn something which is going to cause me a loss. I won't be able to collect $100 from that schlepper that owes me the money. According to Rav Shimon, you have to pay the whole $100 when, when there's no question about what was written in there. Yes, he admits that there was $100 written in there, but I burned it by mistake. I used it for, uh, you know, for cigarettes or whatever. I burned it. Right? So according to Shimon, you'd have to pay because it's Lo, you wouldn't have to pay. In other words, he lo machai. You wouldn't have to pay. Be like Rabba said again. Rabba with all those cases and Amaralov for talking about Rabba saying that uh, that uh, the Gemara Mazik and his partner Maskel or Rafuna. So Rafuni has this kasha. Great Rabbi Yeshua. Even Hashem said Rabbi Shimon. Where does Rabbi Shimon say that Dabar Gamal Lama could come and dummy the Dabar that that's causes that something which can cause a loss of money is like money. But Dabar Shikramam something has intrinsic intrinsically has value. Let's say you stole chametz from somebody before Pesach. The chametz has, has value. It's a, it's a loaf of bread, right? If the guy burnt it on Cholomoy, then he's potter because there's no loss. Nobody's allowed to have chametz on, on Pesach. Everybody has to burn it. <laughs> and, you know, the guy who burnt your chametz on Pesach is doing you a favor, right? You're supposed to burn it too. Let's say it's a chametz after Pesach. Now you might say, isn't chametz after Pesach? So that's an issue drabbanan, right? That's an issue drabbanan that uh, you know chametz shavuah Pesach. But after Pesach he burns it. Machlokas Reb Shimon drabbanan. It's a machlokas Reb Shimon drabbanan. Reb Shimon davar davar gamen dami. The one who holds it that that's something. This is a loss of money. Why? Because you could pay back somebody with that loaf of bread, even though it's not worth anything after Pesach. It's it, you know, it didn't work. Wasn't worth anything on Pesach, but you could use it to pay back a loan. After Pesach, let's say it was a goy or whatever, and the Rav Shimon dami right? So you chayiv to pay now when you burned it after Pesach because that had intrinsic value to it and it, and it, it could cause a loss because I could have used that uh, bread to pay back, let's say a goy. The Rabbanan dami davar agarim That's something the lost in his your potter, right? So that's where we have machlokas Rav Shimon and the Rabbanan. Rav Shimon says davar dami, and when you burnt the guy's IOU, you'd have to pay. But over here, by when you burnt the IOU, which had no intrinsic value, it was just a piece of paper. Uh, so therefore he disagrees and he says that everybody would agree over here, you wouldn't have to pay. The one who's a mayor, a mayor holds that even indirect damage you have to pay for. You can collect with it as if it was a proper good star. All you can collect is the value of the piece of paper, like toilet paper. It's, you're not going to be able to collect anything. There was a story of a coffee raffle of Ashi, and he forced them like uh, the beams in a fancy uh, place. In other words, it's a way of saying he collected him, uh, made him collect like the top value, you know, uh, top value. Right? So if you hold like a mayor, the Dundin and the Gami, it says what, even direct image. So we're saying over here, even Rabshimanol said it's never a Garmin, it's only when there is intrinsic value, like a loaf of, uh, of bread. But over here, where there is no intrinsic value to the uh, to the paper, it's worth nothing, basically, you know, pennies, whatever, then you wouldn't be able to collect. Uh, everybody would agree with Rabba. But the Gemara says, Mamer says that according to a mayor who holds Dundin and the Gami, that even something indirect damage you can collect, uh, he would collect Menasar for Zakhtar, Shari Gomlafsid. Like from the best of the Goruzu and of Kheris, like this beam, which is 
uh, more choice than the other ones. The Takamatsura objects, you can use it for uh, paintings and things of that sort, for uh, sculptures, whatever. You collect with it like top top value, top dollar. All right, we'll uh, stop here. We'll leave some of tomorrow's stuff for tomorrow, right? <laughs> this is tomorrow's stuff. But, but it's we have two short days coming up tomorrow and Friday, very short, uh, with a very long dop. So I wanted to get a little bit ahead, right? Because uh, Friday, of course, is Rosh Chodesh. So hopefully tomorrow we can get into Friday's dop also. It's Rat Hashem. Have a good day, everybody. Call <laughs>